Hi, and welcome to Thriving with Sarah and Jenny. Please join us as we explore how you can enjoy a happier life and a fulfilling career, things that aren't always that easy in our modern world. We'll be taking a look to how you can explore well-being both inside and outside the workplace, how to prevent burnout, how to achieve true happiness in work and life, and so much more. So stick around. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Thriving with Sarah and Jenny. We are here with our, I guess, penultimate episode before Christmas, and we are going to take today to look back at 2021, have a think about kind of reflecting on what's the reality of what happened, where we are now in the world, and uh, talking about... I guess, living with COVID, because as we all know, this is not going away anytime soon. So maybe a bit of reclaiming, reviewing and reclaiming. How's that, Jenny? (laughs) I like that. Yes, renewing and reclaiming. I will definitely take that one on board. Excellent. (laughs) So what's been the highlight of 2021 for you? Mm, Well, it's, it's a great question because when I kind of just sit there and speak about 2021 without thinking about it, overarchingly, my impression is it was worse than 2020. I'll be honest. But then when I actually go back and I look back through every month and I really sit in it, reflect, um, review uh, and look at what's actually happened. I've had a lot of really wonderful times um, and I always feel this time of year, obviously, it it, le- it um, you know lends itself to us doing that. Um, yeah. But the writing of Christmas cards, you know what what has happened, and I think some of the best things. Well, we started our podcast. Yes, we did. Woohoo! <laughs> Um, for me, this was my first full year in business for myself. I managed to pay myself every month. So, excellent. <laughs> um, and, uh, and actually I had some really wonderful and deep connections with my family, with different places in England, actually, mm-hmm. because obviously we weren't going anywhere else. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and actually with myself at the end of the day. So I think this year... If if I really look at it instead of just what do I think it is and let my negativity bias play into that, I yeah I think it has been it's been a a, a year where there has been so much positive mm. uh, to it. And how about you, Jenny? How what was what was twenty twenty one for you? Uh, I, I would actually say that twenty twenty one for myself has been a better year than twenty twenty. Mm. Um. And I think it comes down to um, being able to renew and reclaim uh, because I have renewed <laughs> my, my business and reclaimed, I think, where I sit with my business. And that's actually felt really oh, wow. good. I've, I've established some fantastic new contacts and worked with some beautiful people over the last 12 months. And it's been a joy to, mm. to work with them in the area promoting especially mental well-being and looking at what that means to not just the individual but to an organization and how you can bring greater positivity to an organization 
and mm-hmm. the you know what what flows on from that which is you know you know better business more yeah <laughs> and everybody feels better and you think well why didn't we do this before but anyway you wouldn't want that. <laughs> um, so so very happy um with that side of things and I think like you I've had time out especially with my husband to go out to places in West Australia because we're not allowed to go anywhere else and it's been fantastic because we've really been able just to chill out and just relax there's been no hassle with sort of flights getting delayed or um, no holdups or anything else because we haven't been on any flights. But anyway, <laughs> but it's it's just been a really good clarifying time, if that's the right way to yeah. describe it. Um, and uh, and I'm and talking with other people, I get the sense that other people have experienced that too. It's like they're really getting to grips with what's truly important, what they want moving forward. And as, there's a growing sense of hope and optimism, you know, living with this, this virus, which isn't going anywhere yep. any, anytime soon, but accepting this is now the situation and being more comfortable with it. I mean, still well, mm. it didn't happen, but, yeah. but being okay that yeah. in this not perfect world <laughs> we've got. <laughs> Oh, I love that, Jenny. I love what you said um, about your business and the clarity. Uh, right now I'm doing a 42 days of clarity meditation practice with um, someone I know. And yeah, that I, th- I think I can echo that. So as much as I think, yes, we can see that there may be you know, all the challenges that we've had and not discount those, you know, to absolutely say, you know, I haven't seen my mom or been able to go home. It will probably be three years. Yeah. By the time I'm hoping by the, t- by the time we get to see each other, um, which is um, for me a really difficult uh, thing. But like you said, I have, uh, there has been all this other stuff Um kind of happening in the background really that yep. I, that I've yep. actually really loved I've had amazing clients um I've got to, you know and in, in the work we do how wonderful is it to see people get inspired or take control or really make change for themselves yes. and I think that is yeah. so special it's, so, it's so very special. special and so rewarding for us as well as the person who is yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you just get you just get to kind of you just get to be alongside them as it happens, yes. which is such a privilege, yeah. isn't it? I think for many people, it's been a time of renewal in reconsidering what else they could be doing. A lot of people have been doing other studies, um, taking yeah. courses, getting upskilled yeah. in other things beyond what they normally do. Um, and I don't know if this is part of the reason why we're seeing this great resignation, what they're talking about anyway. Um, but I think it is, it's part of that because in, in some instances, and I don't know if you've had people talk to you about this, but I've had people approach me and say, Jenny, I'm 41. Am I too old to learn a new skill and start my own business? And I'm thinking, well, only if you think you are. I said, of course, you know, if if this is something that's driving you and you can see you've got a clear vision, you've got, you know, you've worked, you've mapped it all out, then go for it. Put it in in practice. (laughs) 
And it's so great, isn't it? Because yeah. that brings us right back to our first podcast episode, which is was all about mindset, right? So where Absolutely. is your mindset? It's all about mindset. It is all about mindset. Yeah, I love it. And actually, to anyone who's 41 and thinking about starting their own business, I'm 41 and I started my business. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. <laughs> can, you can do it. You can do it. I, I love that. Yeah. And, you know, we, we do have this kind of the great resignation or mm. however, however people want to phrase it. And I like to think of that as a, you know, not this, you know, ah, panicky thing, which I think I'm sure lots of organizations are, but if you're panicking about it, perhaps that's something you need to be thinking about why, why <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hmm, how did you get there? Um, but for me, it's such an opportunity of kind of hope and of wanting to do things differently. And, and this does give us this opportunity to really break the mold, you know, do, do we need to be working 60 Mm. hours a week? No, no, we don't actually. Is it okay to ask people to do that just because you're, and I put it in quotation marks, paying them a higher salary? No, No, it isn't. And it's, you know, we know we no longer need to be working for hours, right? We need to completely shift this to outcomes. And I think that's kind of the underlying thing that's happening here, isn't it? People are yes, I get a sense are, of that too. Yeah. They're seizing that, aren't they? Yes. And and, and, and providing people with a sense of purpose and meaning. And yeah. I was reading um, something recently, just a few days ago, where they were talking about, you know, what is the role of a leader? And this this person was saying that in their view, the role of the leader is to lead with purpose to enable others to work with purpose. And I thought, yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> because when we're all working with some sense of purpose, then we've got a reason for being, we've got a reason for getting up and going to this place we call work, wherever that happens to be. And we get mm-hmm. more out of it. And we also get greater health and well-being. We feel happier, we're more contributive, and all the other things that we've talked about before. So yes, I think uh, this is this is an exciting time. I am quietly quite optimistic about yeah. yes. what to come because that I is exactly how I feel. I love yeah, it. There's, yeah, there's a sense yeah. of change in the air. I can smell it. I can smell it. And it's not just the usual it change. Good. It smells good, right? <laughs> What's on yeah. the wing today? No. <laughs> I don't know if you guys know this, but Jenny can smell things. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and it brings me back to, you know, that quote from Anthea Ong that she came out with at the beginning of 2021, which I think is, for me, it's just summed up and I paraphrase it and and use it and that description all the time. Because what she said was, what if we, what if we reimagine the workplace Yes, to be a source of mental well-being. Absolutely. What if if we went to work and got filled up with positive energy and then we went out and essentially spread it to the world around us? And if you think about when we met Jenny all those years ago now, Mm. when everyone was together at that Happiness at Work partner meetup, the energy that we created and the stuff that has come out of that in the in the ensuing years, I think, yeah. really 
quite sums that up. I remember being there and like I didn't sleep for three days. I was so <laughs> it was excited. Palpable. It was out. It was palpable it was, energy. Yeah, it was. you could feel it. It was fizzing, right? Yeah. And all these people came out and collaborated and made projects. And you know, three years later, we started a podcast together. And yep. you know, people are visiting each other. They were not now. <laughs> so, so I can easily imagine that. And I think that you know. Although the road may be bumpy and it's not all, you know, rainbows and, and unicorns. No, no, um, no. But we might actually, you know, be on the road to that place. Uh, and that's what that's what I'd like to think, you know, that this is our opportunity to really, yeah. you know, yeah. move forward. Absolutely. I think this is this is the time to reimagine and to grasp that opportunity yeah. and just look for the possibility. And keep asking, staying curious to uh, oh, yeah. what could we create, what could be better, and to be not frightened of moving forward and giving something a go because you never know it might work. And so you're focusing on what might work rather than thinking, oh, what if this goes wrong? And yes. it's a completely different approach. And it means that you get more comfortable with trying out more things more often because, well, if you've tried something, didn't work, well, you can say, well, is it the wrong thing or do we need to tweak it and what else can we be doing? And, then, and it's just an ongoing thing. So you're no longer worried about failure. What you yes. might be worried about is too much success. Actually, isn't that funny? Fear of success can be just oh, yeah. as paralyzing yeah. as fear, yeah. fear of failure, right? <laughs> That's yeah. the kind of perfectionism thing, but oh man, yeah. And you know, this is that time for kind of rebirth and and review. Yeah. I think I was saying to you in our in our um, uh, I guess our meeting beforehand that uh, at the this time of year, I'm very lucky. I get to run kind of like an end of year ritual with my clients, uh, which I love doing, um, and it really gives us all a sense of that progress that we need to yes. be making. And so, yes. you know, I would, I would welcome anyone listening to us to, you know, to do that. And I'll just mm -hmm. give you like a, a little quick mini version of it. You know, if you, if you want to stop and think about every month in the year and just, you know, pause, try to keep, keep your mind on just one thing for each, each month really that you want to do and bringing you right up to today. And then, look at that year because the, you know that's the reality rather than just what we feel in the moment which can change and then have a look back and think about is there anything you want to leave behind in 2021 is there anything you'd like to forget is there any anyone that you need to forgive maybe yourself included um and give yourself a moment just to to close that door um and then turn your sights ever so slowly to you know the the year 2022 and mm -hmm. think about you know what would you what would your best year look like who would your best self be and really imagine what that would look like and feel like and uh I think that's a really it's a really nice thing to do just uh, as long or a short thing to do. yeah, yeah I love <laughs> the sound of that and yeah. I love the fact that you've made it into a ritual because like all good rituals, once you've done it once, you look forward yeah. to doing it again because you know you you know the benefit it provides you with. And the other thing I would would it would add to that is to ask who can I who do I need to say thank you to for this year? Mm, love it. We meet love so many that. people 
along the way who contribute to what we're doing in some form or other. And I think sometimes it's easy to um, forget or overlook or whatever, just to say, thank you so much for what you did, because it's going to make them feel good, of course. And I think it, it, it strengthens that that social bond that we have with, with those Absolutely. around us. Such a, such a great addition it is. Mm. And I think there's another thing there around that in that a lot of people have given you help, which yes. to them was nothing, you know, in quotation yeah. marks. Yeah. But for you, it was transformational. Yeah. And so, and when people are playing to their strengths, things feel easy, right? So they don't yes, necessarily right. know the impact they've had. And I, I do a lot of work, I think, with the leaders that in my space of trying to get them to understand the impact that they have on people. You know, they I think because of, I mean, you know, maybe this kind of pride thing, there's a, um, a wanting not to play yourself up. Um, but I think there's a difference between not playing yourself up and understanding your impact. And so when you can share with someone how they how they changed your life, how they touched you, what they've done. Mm. It can have a profound effect on absolutely, on <laughs> absolutely. Especially if they were completely unaware, yeah, that what they did was what they did. the catalyst. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I well, I, I. It's so funny you say that because actually, I just, I just took out for dinner um, a couple of friends who I met at my one of my first public speaking conferences. Sorry, my dog yeah. is uh, the red dog is playing in the background. Oh, um, hi, Scarlett. They, <laughs> yeah. And they actually, they just at the drinks reception introduced me to one of my best clients. And for them, it was just a, we know them, we're at a drinks reception, you introduce someone. So that was it. And I, and I had to sit there and say, like, please let me buy you dinner tonight because I don't think you understand my whole business and really my life that I get to live right now owes so much to your kind and serendipitous moment that, yes. that you gave yes. me and they were just like this is so ridiculous it was nothing I'm like no but it for but me it was, it was everything. Up in you. <laughs> so yeah yeah thank you for for mentioning that Jenny because uh, yeah. now I'm going to rewrite my ritual to include that because I love it <laughs> <laughs> but it, it's interesting isn't it the power of those introductions mm. because you know Action, when, right? like you said about you know, do you go to networking functions? The usual response is, oh, networking. And it's like, oh, grim. But really, mm. it's about meeting someone different who you haven't met before and really trying to establish if there's any reason to have um, a relationship or a connection yeah. of some type with that person. That's that's all you're seeking to achieve. And I think yeah. if you go with that um, intention, not to sell yourself or to, yeah. um, you know, get as many business cards as you can. Do you still use business cards, by the way? Uh, I think I have some. Yeah, but, I think uh, I've got some, but, you know. I haven't used them for a long time. <laughs> but, but, but like you say, it's, it's that coincidental, oh, I must introduce you to my friend, blah. and yeah. that friend turns out to be somebody who you get on with you feel yes we're having a great conversation here and over a period of time you build that trust and um, over that period of time you may end up doing some business together or they may refer you on to someone else who's looking for your business so yeah absolutely all about 
connecting with other people and building oh. our network, our social network, in a, in a, I'm trying to think of the right word to describe it. Um, so you're using your integrity, you're being authentic mm-hmm. um, and just mm-hmm. being you, just being real. Yeah. 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 I think that's so important, isn't it? And sometimes you can go into those and thinking about like, how can I, ser- you know, everyone I meet, how can I serve them? What can I do for mm. them? Yeah. Right. And by what, instead of going, what, what am I going to get? Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. yeah. What do you need? How can I help you? Um, yes. I love those questions for me. I love those questions. Yes. That's right. So I think we are in an exciting time, a difficult time, mm-hmm. a challenging time. But I also think an optimistic time because we, mm-hmm. we do have this opportunity to make, bring about real meaningful change. And yeah. I love, that health and well-being is now being taken seriously in many different aspects of, of work. And yeah, you said there's a quite a big shift going on, isn't there? Big shift, big shift I've noticed, um, especially here in Australia and New Zealand. But I'm seeing it ripple across other places as well. You now, people are starting to get that it's not just about mental illness that you've got to avoid or treat in the workplace that's also about well your mind your body <laughs> and your brain are all connected and it's not funny. <laughs> and if you look if you're talking about well-being that you have to have that holistic approach you know provide that safe environment for people to go to where they know they can deliver their very best work and feel yeah. good about it because they know they're going to be you know appreciated, valued, and respected. Mm -hmm. And that's Mm -hmm. going to lead to more cooperation and collaboration and, yeah, enjoyment of what you do on a daily basis. Um, And then you get the outcomes, right? You get innovation, you get curiosity, you get problem solving, you get all of those things. And I'm very excited about this shift. It's a seismic shift. I don't know what it measures on the Richter scale, but it's significant. how the health professions are now starting to recognize that prevention is really, really, really important. Mm-hmm. Um, we can't keep ignoring it any longer. And some fantastic news that was announced just a few weeks ago here in Australia was that the first postgraduate courses in lifestyle medicine are now being offered at the James Cook University in, wow. in Queensland, which is so good, which means Cute, that... You can go to your doctor and they will actually have some understanding of what a good eating pattern looks like, Mm -hmm. um, how to talk to somebody about their level of physical activity Mm -hmm. uh, or their sleep pattern or drinking or smoking or whatever it is. And, you know, it doesn't have to be hard. And it's sometimes just that one to two minute conversation, which can actually transform somebody's future health. And all of a sudden, it doesn't become that too hard thing because oh, we're so busy. You know, we couldn't possibly add in more to the consultation. I've got 15 patients yeah. waiting to see me right now. We're starting to get better at understanding, well, prevention is always better than cure in the long run. Oh my God. You still need yeah. the cure, but oh, prevention works. But imagine, how, but imagine, again, how much more time you have 
when you don't have to be curing 100% of the people, you only exactly. have to be curing yes. 30% exactly. of the people, exactly. right? Yeah. yeah. It's, it's the um, fix it once, fix it forever thing, isn't yeah, it? That's right. <laughs> and and did, did you see that in the UK, they've just changed the guidelines for how health practitioners manage mild depression? No, tell me. They've, they've just drafted new guidelines saying that rather than treating somebody with an antidepressant as their first line management method. Mm -hmm. uh, if somebody's got mild depression and most health practitioners can determine whether somebody's mild, moderate or severe, then to start off by suggesting that maybe there's something else that will help them to recover from their depression without having to resort to medication. And that might take the form of exercise or mindfulness meditation or it could be something along the lines of reviewing their diet because you know how important diet is now to mood, um, reviewing their sleep pattern, all those things, counselling sometimes, um, cognitive behavioural therapy. We have all these other ways wow. to help people to manage their own symptoms to recover more quickly and then have the tools to prevent further recurrence. And I just I was gonna say so many of those are like <laughs> taking them up the up the yes. to the thrive to the thriving level, thriving right? Zone. I mean, yes. <laughs> zone. yes. So but it's those practices, you know, and of course medication when oh, it's needed, of course, absolutely when it's needed, needed, for sure. Yeah. But, but all of those things together, it's a package, you know, it's not yes. just, yes, yeah, it's love it. Not, that is and, such and I think it's, it's the reflection of the fact that people are starting to now realize that you can't fix everything with a prescription for a pill or a potion. It's sometimes reviewing how we're going about our daily activities, what stress we put ourselves under, mm. um, which could be making us sick and just doing something a bit differently with the support of whether it's your GP or other health practitioner to help you to make that behavioural change because we always know that behavioural change can be tricky, but it's possible if you've got somebody to support you along the way. So I'm really excited about that. I think it's great. love that. So, so it looks like, you know, our world is changing in so it many is. facets. If you it look is. back at 2021, which, like I said, on the, on the, top level you could think was a bit meh and wasn't as you know we thought that would be the end of corona and all those things but when we look underneath what it seems There's to be doing of good too yeah such good and real it feels like real change and real you know? change yeah not yeah. just yeah. kind of a nod here or a nod there, or we're yeah. going to do this. We're going to, you know, there's this kind of seismic shift, I think you said, yes. Uh, yes. which yeah. I think is brilliant. So Sarah, yeah. tell me. What are you doing to celebrate Christmas and the new year? Have you got, do you have a ritual around this or a certain thing that you do with a family? There are certain things that we do as a family. Yeah. I mean, we, um, we celebrate a kind of Western traditional Christmas um, with our own kind of kooky twists, I guess. So we have a, a Christmas tree and um, I'm very lucky to have a wood stove for me. That's, that's quite a, a thing that I feel very connected to because I grew up with that as my heat source so that yeah. that glow and that feeling that all goes in there um this weekend we're going to do some Christmas cookie baking so my mom was a was a cook when I was growing up and so she had all these we didn't have a lot of money and so we would always do a massive amount of Christmas baking 
and we would give people boxes of Christmas cookies and that was you know our thing so I don't get to see my mom but obviously she's passed on the recipe so we're gonna have a few of our friends and their their children over and do a an orgy of cooking on Sunday (laughs) (laughs) and then probably feel very sick afterwards from eating all the cookie dough (laughs) um and then yeah it's just about connection as we know it's about um slowing down you know closing in because it's winter for us over here mm-hmm. and then we'll um we'll hopefully uh COVID allowing get to go up and see my husband's parents so the children can see one side of their grandparents uh yeah. between Christmas and New Year so right. friends right. family food is I think probably what <laughs> in that order <laughs> no definitely food comes first <laughs> how about you Jenny what are you doing because it's it's summer for you. It's which, summertime uh, here. We have been sweltering, yeah. absolutely sweltering. Oh. So our Christmas is somewhat different. We still have the Christmas tree and the tinsel and all the decorations seems to be robins and reindeers and, you know, wearing woolly hats and scarves. It's weird. But anyway, it is what it is. <laughs> in 40 um, degrees. In 40 degrees. Um, I think <laughs> what's, what's different here is obviously apart from the heat, uh, many people will celebrate Christmas by decorating their homes with so many lights. <laughs> I'm sure you can see the lights from Mars. <laughs> they're, they're quite illuminating. But anyway, it's fun. And everybody tries to outdo everybody else. It's like, how many lights can you get on yours? Oh, I've got 40,000. <laughs> But it's a bit of fun. Oh, my gosh. love it. The kids love it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So we have the, the tree and all that stuff. Um for us, because I'm one of the orphan families here in Australia and that all my extended family are overseas. Yeah. So um, what we do is we celebrate our immediate family, which is basically ourselves and our children and their partners on Christmas Eve. We do a little family right. dinner. Love it. Love and it. then on Christmas Day, the tradition is we all go to the beach. <laughs> funny as a, as a northern hemisphere I know you're thinking really weird, weird. <laughs> a bikini comes out once a year <laughs> Love it. we all jump in the surf we all wish each other a happy Christmas we we all bits and fresh fruit and croissants and stuff and then we go home to desand desalt yep. and cool down and then we usually have dinner together with two other orphan families. So there's a big Aww. group of us. We'll be about 15 this year. And everybody brings so that nobody has the one thing to do. And we usually have a Amazing. seafood Christmas. So you see Oh, seafood. that sounds lovely. And then well, you eat it. Seafood and you eat it. But, <laughs> <laughs> but it, it often is seafood-based because if it's really stinky hot, the last thing you want to do is put the oven on and cook. A turkey Gosh. or a chicken or whatever, so <laughs> or anything. Else. So yeah. it, it's it's often more salady based, but then you know, oh, that sounds gorgeous. But it's good fun, and like you say, it's 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 a chilled time. It's very relaxed, and um, just having that time with those people that mean the most to you, family and friends. It's just you can't you can't do anything better. I don't think it's just great. No, it's great. No. Yeah, yeah. And just like we said in, in everything, isn't it? It's this connection, social connection yeah. that is. I, yeah. think, I can't imagine that we've spent one episode this year not mentioning. <laughs> and then on Boxing Day, usually. Oh, you have more. We have more. On Boxing Day, Lucky. we jump onto Zoom and we oh. speak with all the family in the UK. 
because oh, we know nice. that on Christmas Day it's almost impossible to, you know, to get people at the right time because at all the right time, the yeah. So, yeah. so we've just, we've made it is much easier to talk to people on Boxing Day when everybody's sort of loaded up with too much food. Um, <laughs> <laughs> they can't move even if they wanted to. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so that that's a nice thing to do as well. And and I'm just Aww. grateful that we've got technology so we can actually eyeball each other. So yeah. that'd be so good. That'd be so good. Oh, that's so, lovely. I think what we should do is wish our, our listeners a happy Christmas. I think so. I think and, so. And, and share three things that I think oh. we'd like to give them. As a I love Christmas that. Present. Would you like to do that? Does that sound yeah, good? Yeah, let's do that. I think, I think a, a happy Christmas, whether you are in the surf uh, or in the snow or somewhere in between, <laughs> you know, hopefully we have listeners in all sorts of different places. So we'd love to know where are you. Yes, um, and yes. You tell us where you are. Yes. yes. Um, and yeah, three things to, to leave you. So Jenny, do you want to start? Well, I'd like to start by saying that you, as in the listener, are awesome. And thank you so much for listening to our podcast. We wouldn't be here without Ooh. you. Oh, that's nice. I'll take the uh, the next step and say also the future of work, we believe in this way, is awesome. Uh, yeah, yeah. Let's go out and create this world together, you yeah. know. So thank you, everybody. Thank you for, for testing out our ideas and for listening and for being so awesome. Yes. And last but not least, I think... I'd like to say that your family and your friends and any other significant others are more than awesome. And please nurture them, look after them, love them, hug them if you're allowed to. (laughs) If you're allowed. (laughs) And stay connected. Yes. Awesomeness. Absolutely. Thank you for being connected with us this year. And we look forward to being connected in 2022. All the best for now. so much for tuning in to this episode of Thriving with Sarah and Jenny. We hope you've enjoyed listening to it as much as we did recording it. And you can always get involved in the well-being conversation at all of our social links in the show notes. Until next time, stay safe, stay happy, and thrive in whatever you do.